Ubisoft spilled the beans on the next Assassin's Creed. And also, why is Bungie taking back all the rifles from the PC and Xbox One fans? Find out why and a whole lot more on this episode of the Somewhat Informed Gamescast. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 22 of the Somewhat Informed Gamescast. We're here to bring you the biggest topics, news, and reveals that you may have missed this week, and it's Sunday, April 7th, the week of Sunday, April 7th. Today we are going to have, I think, seven items on the weekly recap. Uh, joined always with me. Joined always with me? Yeah, we'll say that. Spiritually, I'm Ju- <laughs> Always with me, spiritually and sometimes physically, is Mr. I Like My Coffee Blackest Night, mm-hmm. CJ Rodriguez. It's actually a nitro cold brew. Funny story, I tried to order a venti, and she goes, um, Sir, you can only order the nitro cold brew in a tall or grande. You cannot have it in a venti. And I was like, okay, give me a grande. It's like, uh, it's like, why, why do you, <laughs> why do you offer three sizes on every drink besides one drink, and then it's only two sizes? Wow, that was funny. I did I say funny? I just <laughs> meant story. I didn't mean funny. Also, I would like to point something out. You might as well just delete this here template where it says blank, like have blank items. <laughs> yeah, because you never, for, you never fill it in. It's more just to let me know I need to say it, <laughs> and then I'll just remember the number. You can just say. Today we're going to have items on the weekly recap. <laughs> we're going to have hashtag items. Hashtag items. Pound sign. Uh, All right. So we're going to go to number one. Oh, um, Fallout 76 is back in the news. I don't know if you've heard with more great news. Uh, so this is actually from Reddit, from uh, the r slash Fallout 76 subreddit. It's from sci- uh, user scientist Rick Sanchez from April 4th, 2019. He must be an intellectual he must be (laughs) uh the post reads okay so a non-cosmetic item in the atom shop this is not a good sign for the game bethesda no 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 this is a direct violation of the cosmetic only promise that bethesda made uh with the release of the game in fact look at the wording on the post in the same heading, they mention features such as refrigerators, MO scrapping, and transferring scrap to inventory without stashes. There's a severe possibility that all of these could be actually be purchased in the item shop. This would let players who pay extra have a significant different gameplay experience, the very definition of pay to win. Uh, they, they edit their post here because a lot of people are starting to rebuttal and everything, and he responds to that says... So I so I've heard all the arguments. Uh, quote: Who cares? These are useless. Quote: But but we get plenty of free atom anyway. Quote: This is not a pay to win. This is just convenience. How else will they fund the DLC? His response is: This game was built on trust, but those promised us cosmetic only. We trusted them. We and stuck through them through all the bad press and all the bullshit bugs, and then they decide to betray us. <laughs> <laughs> um so some of the some of the things are just uh kind of like uh uh ways to skip 
scrapping and all that kind of good stuff. Ways to skip through. Not really a pay to win necessarily, but um, there are things that are kind of annoying because just recently in an update, spoilage of food had a huge increase, a huge hike increase. Mm-hmm. Um, it just spoils a lot faster now. But now people are worried that they did this because these refrigerators are going to come to the Adam store. And you can buy with real money these refrigerators to not let your food spoil as much. And it's almost like they're they're retroactively fitting the game to make their microtransactions work, right? They're, they're just like making the game harder and then giving you a way to for you to pay them more money to make the game less hard, mm. essentially, is one of the things. So that's just a little something that popped up. I seen it. I thought we haven't talked uh, about how bad Fallout 76 is. In a while, so I thought we <laughs> what, could like a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's been about a month actually. Bethesda has been able to stay out of the headlines, so congrats for Damn, thirty days. A month, yeah, That's... thirty days without any incidents. Yeah, it's like one of those signs in the office. Yeah, <laughs> this office has gone blank days without being mentioned <laughs> in a podcast. <laughs> Oh All right, uh, moving on to number two, The Past and Present of Dragon Age 4. This is from Jason Schreier at Kotaku from April 9th, 2019. Now, I'm going to have this link to this story in the uh, in, in the description because this is a lengthy story. It's, it's a lot like the one that he published last week that was about Bioware in general. Yeah. This one kind of – kind of a lot of the things he learned from developing that story – he um he took and made this story out of it because there was so much information about Dragon Age that he did learn. So uh, this talks about where Dragon Age is uh, and w- why is it taking so long to get where they're at today. So it reads, In December 2018, developer Bioware teased the next Dragon Age game, hinting the mysterious f- future of the popular franchise series why more than four years after Dragon Age Inquisition is Dragon Age 4 still so early in development? The answer is complicated and reflective of Bioware's turbulence over the past decade. Last week, we published a lengthy investigation into how Anthem, the new looter shooter from the beloved game studio, went so awry. While reporting on this story, and then in the days up that led up to the following, I learned... A lot about the current state of Dragon Age, one of Bioware's two tentpole franchises, along with Mass Effect, which was put on ice in 2017 following the disappointment of Mass Effect Andromeda, but has since been worn back up. I heard more. Oh, to to be clear, what was put on hold was Dragon Age. There, it didn't make much sense reading it out loud, but in text form, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard more about the first version of Dragon Age Four which was rebooted in October 2017, and the current version, which is now in development at BioWare's office in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Dragon Age 4 overhaul was a sign of BioWare's troubles and how the company has struggled in recent years to work on multiple projects at the same time. It was indicative it was indicative of the version of the tension between EA's financial goals and what Bioware fans love about the studio's games. It led to the departure of a several key staff, including veteran Dragon Age creative director Mike Laidlaw, and it led to today's Dragon Age 4, whose developers hope to carefully straddle the line between storytelling and the, quote, live service that EA has pushed over, over hard the past few years. 
Perhaps the saddest thing about Dragon Age 4's cancellation in 2017 for members of the Dragon Age team was that this time they thought they were getting it right. This time they had a set of established tools. They had a feasible scope. They had an idea that it excited the whole team. And they had leaders who said that they were committed to avoid the mistakes that made that were made on Dragon Age Inquisition. But Anthem was on fire, and Bioware needed everyone to grab a hose. A tiny team stuck around to work on the brand new Dragon Age 4, codenamed Morrison. It would be built on Anthem's tools and codebase. It's the game being developed now. This is the version of the fourth Dragon Age is planned with a live service component built for long-term gameplay and revenue. So what does this all mean, exactly? How much does the multiplayer focus on Dragon Age 4 have? Is it online only? Where the... We're not, sh- we're not sure about all the details, and the fact that they're likely still being decided as the game is in very early development and could evolve on the negative reception to Anthem. I hate that there was any bleed over into Dragon Age, like at all. I, like from Anthem? Yeah. Um, I just feel like that's super unfortunate, especially because Dragon Age has such a, you know... Uh, they have a decent fan base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, <clears throat> Anthem was just, like, a new thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it sucks that, like, because of its flop, there was, you know, a yeah. ripple of negative effects that are affecting a game that, you know, isn't going to flop. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, um, there's that. And also, they, the, the article, I mean, again, this is... This is like an eighth of the article. The article is huge. Um, he goes on to talk about... You, you said something, and it jogged that part of my memory, but now I don't remember what it what, what exactly it said. But <laughs> my mind just completely <laughs> went blank. I do not know what I was going to say just then. Something about bleed over, ripple, waves, uh, fan base... Anthem, Dragon Age fan base. Dragon Age is not going to flop. People like Dragon Age. <laughs> <laughs> Anthem it's, was its own thing. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I but just repeated every word I, know, I said I in know. a different order. <laughs> Man, I'm so, I'm so mad that I don't remember what I was going to say. But but yeah, like you said, it's it's a shame. It's a shame that... Um, that it was kind of like an all, ha- all hands on deck yeah. for, for, for Anthem. Uh, during his last year because the game as he said that they published an article last week that article exposed that that game during its last year even last months was being Constantly. put together and it was changing and they didn't even know what it was still. yeah um they didn't even have a name the year prior like they they had a name and then they couldn't get that name so they had to change it and that changed the whole whole scope of what the game was going to be because Anthem didn't make any sense yeah. for what was it beyond I think was the original name for it. But so yeah, it's uh my my question is with like this is all under EA, right? Yeah. Like in a like Yeah, they're the publisher. Yeah. Umbrella, not like they have their hands directly in the mud right, or right. whatever. There's money there. Mm-hmm. There are probably I mean, how many Game developers, do you think are unemployed out there and would you know love to work on a game like that? 
I don't know. It's like, how do they not have the money to hire people, more people? Like, they, there's, you can't tell me that they don't have the money. Like, I, I they think, have to. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, the money's there. But then again, in the article, they talk about how a lot of employees at Bioware they feel like they're seen as like the weirdo developer because they're not dice making the cool action shooter or they're not one of the other uh, developing companies making FIFA or something like that. They're, they're like the sure. weirdos playing with their dragons and shit over in the side. Sure. That's how a lot of but them like, perceive themselves. I would fucking love that. Oh yeah, I get <laughs> yeah, that. Like, but what they were saying is that they feel like the funding isn't always there for them as much as it's there for yeah. the other companies. Um, so maybe there is an issue with money there. But not only that, I would say it's going to be more of an issue with leadership among Bioware. And yeah, sure, you can have the money to buy more people, but do you have the the ability to handle more people? True. Like, do, do, does your staff of managers... I mean, if you, if you hire, you know, you're hiring 10 more developers, you got to hire, you got, you got to hire another manager. Yeah, right, right. Or you gotta That's move another somebody, team. You got to move somebody up. Right. You got to like, so like, yeah, I get that, but it's like, and, and some, it's definitely more complicated than like what, how I'm saying it. It's like, you oh, didn't yeah, have yeah. the bandwidth, get the bandwidth. There's people out there that want it. Right. I know it's not, it's not a one in one situation. Nothing is in the world, but like, I just feel like something may have been possible. You know, if you, if they really wanted it, you, I, right. I don't know though. I, I just think that, I just think that. At a time of panic, which where they were trying to get Bioware out, I don't think that they could spend resources then hiring more people and trying to get them integrated. That, and that's what kind of what I'm saying is right. like they were panicking, so they didn't think about this. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they weren't panicking because of Anthem just flopping so heavy, right. they could have they could have done something proactive to be able to have this game right. Get into a spot where that it could be their like savior. It's like, ah, uh, we you know, sure we dropped the ball, but hey, look mm-hmm. at this. Like we got this coming too. We've been busy people, but they were just like, oh god, there fires everywhere. Uh, <laughs> what happened to the title of the game? We don't know. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. It's it's but again. uh with uh, Jason Schreier, he did a he did a great job for this. So if you're interested at all in reading the rest of that, go go give it a read. It's going to be in our description. Um, but moving on, to number three, uh, the odd tease in the Division Two spills the beans on the next Assassin's Creed. This is also I decided to do two back to back Jason Schreier articles from Kotaku. This is from April fifth, twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Division Two launched on March fifteenth. But it wasn't until last week that discussion about a possible teaser located within the Potomatic event center in the game's version of Washington, D.C. started getting uh, generating buzz. There are numerous posters all over the event center picturing what appears to be a Norse god or traveler adorned with the word Valhalla. What's particularly interesting is that said traveler is holding what appears to be an apple of eden which is a pivotal piece of technology in the assassin's creed lore it doesn't so does this mean that assassin's creed confirmed by ubisoft to be skipping 2019 and going straight to 2020 just in time for the expected release of the next year consoles is all about vikings well yes yes it does a few months before this the teaser emerged 
before the teaser emerged, Kotaku learned from two independent sources familiar with the game that 2020 Assassin's Creed codename Kingdom does indeed star Vikings. I was going to say something, but then Like, I, what if I can say? What I was going to say huzzah, but that's not right. That's not that exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, say huzzah, but I was like, that's, that ain't it. What, what do they say? What do they like, say? Go, what a, go, Thor, go. What do Vikings say? In the name of Thor's mighty hammer. <laughs> I doubt that's what it is. Probably something about, like, the What did Kratos say a lot? He said, like, boy. <laughs> that's what they said. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> <laughs> or do all Vikings sound like a 45-year-old black man? Absolutely. <laughs> go, go around. Boy. Boy. No, yeah, I have no idea. what, But that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, that's very exciting. Take, you know, take a break. That's fine. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> you don't you need know, to they, put out three games in 2019. Yeah. Which they, that's what they moved to. Because so. they, they be doing that. <laughs> I mean, last, they, they, last year they put the back-to-back. Well, not like last year, but like their last version of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Odyssey, and Odyssey, Origins. and then Origin, right, right, right. back to back, yeah. or Origin then Odyssey, Origin then Odyssey. Yeah, back to back like that. So yeah. uh, that's what I meant. I didn't mean like actual year. I just yeah. meant like the last version of their game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Because like those two to me, just like I just always put them together because they were so close right. together. Right. That's just like both of those are the last Assassin's Creed in my mind because it was just like <laughs> they both just were like there. Yeah, they like, were developed beside each other too, yeah. so all the UI and everything look exactly yep. the same. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to number four, Bungie blocks Xbox and PC Destiny players from equipping a PS4 exclusive weapon after accidentally allowing them to buy it. This is from Ethan Gatch over at Kotaku.com from uh, four uh, uh, April 9th, twenty nineteen. Bungie announced today it will soon be rolling out a fix to prevent players on Xbox One and PC from using the PS4-exclusive Erotic Trace Rifle Wave Splitter after Destiny's 2 traveling alien salesman Zer accidentally sold the weapon to some players last weekend. Quote, We're investigating an issue where the Sony-exclusive weapon Wave Splitter was made available from Zer on Xbox and PC, Bungie community manager Cosmos wrote today on GameForm. Quote, we're currently working on a fix. In the meantime, okay, end quote. In the meantime, Xbox and PC players who acquired the weapon will be available to use, to, will be available to use it. After the fix goes live, they will still have it in their inventories, but will not be able to equip it until this weapon enters the general exotic loot pool in September 2019. That's silly. Yeah, it's just silly. funny. <laughs> That's so silly. Just uh, whatever. If yeah, you can come, have it. You yeah, can have it. You bought coming, it. Fucking, just, you can have it. Like if it's planned to come eventually, right. just let let them have it. Yeah. I mean, it's come on, come on. They, I mean, that's just stupid. <laughs> that, you're wasting a lot of energy to fix that. Yeah. Like just I don't know, mm. or just make it available to everyone now. Like cl- like you can. If there's a bug, that like let it drop out for a little while just you know yeah. make it permanent yeah i, d- I doubt so because of obviously it's a sony exclusive because sony and them have a deal yeah sony shovels them money and they say you can have your shit early give or us- not early you can have your shit and we'll withhold everything from everybody else is just how that actually works give them a new one so that's <laughs> what i'm saying if if it's a bug i'm sure sony would be like oh it's okay i mean 
they're not going to take legal action to get you if you let all those people have their rifle early or whatever. Yeah, because, like, September 2019, that's how many months away? Where, uh, I don't know. May, June, July, August, September. Five. Five months. Very nice. Just give them to it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> There's no discussion. Call me. Let me come into the meeting. I'll, it's like, all right, everyone, go back to doing your actual jobs. Don't worry about this. <laughs> Whatever. Uh oh! So the next one, number five, Steam fights r- review bombs. This is the first time we've seen. Okay, so there's a problem in the industry. Let's start off with that because this isn't an article or anything. This is just a discussion. There's a problem in the industry where a lot of people feel like they can't really talk to the developers of games like they want to, and developers have been better at or community managers have been better at um. Talking to the audience, uh, looking at like Dice recently, they've gotten a lot better with uh, Battlefield Five, or say Anthem, been pretty open about it. Uh, but then you have someone like Bethesda, which is normally pretty open about it, and then you know they have a disaster and they close down and everything. Well, Borderlands, as we know, Borderlands Three is going to be a timed exclusive for. Uh, the Epic Store. Yeah. Well, again, people felt like they didn't necessarily know how to express, or they, they felt like they can't express themselves in a way. They can't express their anger to that developer that yeah. well. You, it's, it's hard to do that. You feel like you don't have a voice in the industry that you're very passionate about. And so review bombing became very popular, which where, okay, Borderlands 3 is coming out. Everybody go to Steam. Go to Borderlands 2, go to Borderlands 1, go to the prequel sequel, and review bomb it. Bomb it to hell. Like Take it down to mostly negative now because that's the only way people feel like they can be heard in a way. Um, and it's unfair to people to feel like they don't have a voice, but it's also unfair to the developers of this game that was maybe a critically acclaimed game. Maybe it was a great game and people really loved this game, and now it's being review bombed to hell because... People are mad about what the company made decisions in the future. Yeah, and also, like, I would almost bet that, like, not every person that's going to review bomb is actually even upset. The internet's mob mentality. Right. Some people just like doing stuff yeah, like some that. People some people like people being just, upset for other people being upset. Yeah, and some people just like being involved in stuff like that, and some people just like being, like, just shitting on stuff. Like yeah. there, there are plenty of people who just like get off on, you know, scrolling through Reddit and just like commenting whatever mean thing that they can say to people. Right, right. So those people see, oh, we're review bombing this game. Yeah, sounds great. Grab love your it. torch don't, and pitchforks. Yeah, don't even know what this game is, but I sure would love to fucking <laughs> make the developers think it's shitty or whatever. Right. Yeah. So it's hard to even like get real, like get real feedback out of that like the people are upset Mm -hmm. so they're just review bombing but it's hard for like any actual like problem to be like pulled out of that and then addressed you know what i'm saying yeah right so we have an image here from user pretty underscore good from r slash steam which shows the first time that this has really been Kind of uh, so Steam has been working on an algorithm to type try to combat these review bombs, and this is an image showing the um, the outcome of that algorithm. So we're at we're at Borderlands here, Borderlands Two, I think, 
Um, and the cursor is over the very positive. So on Steam, you have very positive, positive, uh, uh, like middle ground, mostly negative, very negative. Um, is how the rating system goes. And then you can hover above that. If you hover over the very positive here, it says 90% of the 1,110 user reviews in the last 30 days are positive. This product has experienced one or more periods of non or, or off-topic review activity. Based on your preference, the reviews within these period have been excluded from the product's review score. So you can opt out of this if you want to negate the views of review bombing, but you can also go and turn that off and see what review bombing has actually done to the rating of this game. Mm-hmm. So that's something they've actually done to combat this, and it, this is kind of like the first time we're seeing this be used in live action. So I just thought that was really interesting that they've actually have found a way to, for the most part, combat review bombing. And now it's mm-hmm. just like, what do we do to fix the problem where people feel like they don't have a voice? Uh, that problem is just yeah. That's that's, that's a, almost unfixable. Right. Because like, there is no in a in, in a industry this big. There's no way that it can be customer to developer. Like there's a, there's going to be middle grounds. Right. And there's no way it's going to be customer to developers manager, customer to CEO, customer yeah. to anything. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Like. Um, it just can't. So for the most part, I mean, what people have always said in the industry for a long time is just vote with your wallet. Yeah. And, and that's really hard that's to do, can... especially when you really like a game or you write like a franchise. And yeah. even though it's going to be an Epic Store, you don't want to wait six months for it to come on the Steam. And you're going to go buy it anyway. Yeah. So it's really hard to vote with your wallet. It is. But um, like Battlefield, uh, I mean Battlefront 2. Yeah, I really wanted that game, but I didn't buy it because it was getting a, it was a shit storm though. You voted with your wallet, man. But I voted with my wallet. Proud of you. But they've done a lot of shit, and I actually played it this past week. Yeah, because of a lot of the stuff they've done to turn that around, and they list they're listening to the community. That's another one. Dice, uh, their their Star Wars Battlefront team, they're really listening to community. They've shifted it to all prequel. DLC and all the DLC has been free, and so it's just like Obi Wan, uh, Count Dooku, General Grievous. They've all been added. It's it's actually a lot of fun. Uh, I really like uh, new new special clone troopers and uh, droid. There's like an attack droid that's only from the Star Wars Clone Wars TV series, and nice. that's in the game now. So um, really exciting what's going on over there. But yeah, um, back to the review bombing thing. There are there are ways voting with your wallet we talked about. Um, a lot of times companies when you buy their game, if you sign up for like the newsletter of say like Ubisoft or something like that for Assassin's Creed Origins, yeah. I don't think it was a newsletter I signed up for. I signed up for like a I think it's like maybe my UPlay account. That's probably what it is. Um, I got an email from them and it's a survey, and it was a survey like how did I like Assassin's Creed? Did I yeah. beat it? How many hours did I play? Things I did like, things I didn't like. That is a way to make you feel like you've um, you've been hurt in some way, and so I filled that out, and it was it was a pretty lengthy survey, but I mean, if anything, that's that's one way to feel like you've been hurt. But I mean, of course, you're not gonna get a response from that, like a directly. Someone's not gonna be like, "Oh, thank you for responding" or anything. So, yeah, I mean, th- that that's a step in the right direction, but I don't know. It's only so much to do. Yeah, that you can do about that, right? Moving on to number six, Troy Baker isn't returning to Battle, uh, Borderlands 3, and he wants Gearbox 
to know he isn't happy about it. This is from Alex Avard over at gamesradar.com <clears throat> from April 8th, 2019. It says, If you've seen our Borderlands 3 trailer breakdown, you know that several characters from the Telltale spinoff adventure game Tales from the Borderlands will be making an appearance in Gearbox's anticipated threequel, including one of its lead protagonists, Rise. CEO of Atlas and unwilling host to the digital essence of Handsome Jack. Entails, entails, I'm sorry, entails the character is voiced by none other than Troy Baker, famed video game voice actor, uh, voice artist, known for his work in The Last of Us, Batman Arkham Knight, Infamous Second Son, and more. However, in spite of our assumptions, it seems that Baker won't be playing Rise in Borderlands 3. As the actor confirmed this news at the convention Q&A in Melbourne, uh, Australia, over the weekend. Quote, I'm sorry to break it to y'all, but that isn't me, said Baker. In response to a fan's question about the potential involvement in Rise, as Rise in Borderlands 3, explaining that there are early conversations with Gearbox about returning to the role before the actor discovered that the studio apparently went with someone else when they saw Rise make an appearance in the trailer. Quote, If Gearbox decides that they'll let me do it, that'll be awesome, said Baker. I have no idea there was a possibility that I was going to be in it. Then I saw the epic, epic trailer, and everyone was like, Oh, there's Rise, and I went, Well, there you go. I've never done this before. But I would love for Gearbox to know that it's not about me, it's about the character. Baker continues saying that, quote, If they're going to bring back characters from Telltale's Borderland, it should be about, it should be the people that originated the characters. End quote. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, him being... See, we never really... I mean, we started playing Borderlands 2. Yes. We don't know how big his character is, so I'm assuming... It, I mean, if you took someone like the Arbiter from Halo, and you changed that voice actor... I think his name is Keith Davis. If you changed... He has a very iconic voice, the Arbiter. Yeah. If you played a Halo game, you know what the Arbiter sounds like. If they just went and just changed the Arbiter, I would be kind of pissed off. So, because that's who that is. That 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 Keith did, Davis is the Arbiter. Did he... So was he just the voice of this character in the Telltale series? That's what I'm yeah about to figure out. But that's yes. what it sounds so like. So you'll know this. Uh, so several characters from the Tales of the Borderlands, right. which is Telltale's spinoff of Borderlands. Yeah. And he was a character from there. Right. He played Roz and Tommy in 2014-2015 Tales of the Borderlands. It says. So, Okay. I mean... Right, and they're bringing that character to the main yeah, series. Yeah, to the main series. Right. So, sure... In a way, that's a lesser, because it's not like yeah. they're going from two to three. They're that, going from, like, yeah. a spinoff that's why I was. Three. That's where I was getting with that. They're right. going from... That's like... That's like the Batman Telltale series. Yeah. Whoever did Batman's voice in that being... You want to know who did it? Being... No. Who? Him? No, but he has done a lot of Batman stuff. Um, that's like going from that, you know, that that person who did oh, wait. it in that. Yeah, he was. Okay. <laughs> he was Bruce Wayne and Thomas Wayne. Okay, well, that would be like him being mad that he wasn't the voice in like Arkham. An Asylum. Arkham, right, 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 right. So like, I see what you're saying. It's related. However, 
It's a little different because it's a little different because they're rolling that character in. Right, right. Those are actually in the yeah. same universe. Yeah. Right, right. So you know he has a right to want to be it, but also they like. I mean, I. Yeah. I just, in his defense, I don't see like what he could have done to for them to just. Not. Right, right. He has an amazing track record. I was going through his stuff yeah. earlier. He is Magni from God of War, which I think is one of Thor's brothers. Um, Kallion from Shadow of Earth. Yeah. Shadow of War. Um, Sam Drake from the Uncharted series. Yeah, like why? Jason Todd from Arkham Knight VR. Did they just not think about him? Did they not like him? Like, what? I don't know. Maybe he was too expensive. I think that might be what they. I think that might be why they didn't. Because it sounds like he didn't even know. Right. And then he just saw the character in the trailer and was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, so it sounds like. They just never even – He they probably were just afraid he was going to want too much, and they were just like, we don't have time right. to like negotiate the cost of a voice actor right now. He played the Joker in Batman Origins, Arkham Origins. Oh, there you go. I didn't know they didn't get uh, – I mean, it was a younger Joker in Origins, but I didn't know they didn't get Mark Hamill to do Joker because Mark Hamill's always done the Arkham Jokers. Yeah. That was uh, weird. I never played Origins. That's the only Batman – Arkham game I didn't play. This guy's got. He was quite Joel the... in The Last of Us. Dude, I would love to be a voice artist. Wouldn't that be so cool? Yeah, that would be such a cool gig. Like, we just don't have nice voices. Sure, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we can play a character. What's a nice voice? We, you know, it. The thing we couldn't play a specific character. Maybe like I couldn't be Batman. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I could be just a character that like is a unique character. In like a anime or something like that, but I couldn't be like you know. Yeah, because some voice actors they're just doing their voice. Yeah, like Keith Davis. Yeah, he's just doing his voice for Arbiter. But then there's other like the guy who plays Claptrap doesn't sound like that. Yeah. Also, Mark Hamill doesn't sound like yeah. the Joker. Yeah. He, he has an amazing ability to make that yes. voice, but he doesn't walk around talking like that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. 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 So there, there's like the two different kinds of voice actors. I would say. You know, this is kind of off topic, but speaking of Batman, they just casted the Batman for the Titans uh, series. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's uh, going to be the guy who played Jorah Mormont from Game of Thrones. Ah. Yeah. He's an old... I'm acting like I know who Jorah Mormont is. I'm about to show you. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. He's, a, he's an old soul, that one is. Oh, uh, yeah? All right. While you're looking that up, I'm going to move on to number seven. This is... <laughs> here you go. Okay. Wait, why isn't right, that's your new Batman? That's your oh, okay, new yeah, 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 yeah. I know him. Uh, moving on, to number seven. Did you see the tweet, CJ? The Star Wars tweet. Did you <laughs> oh, see it? Did you? Oh God! You <laughs> mean the te- the the tease of the tease of the, the tease, tease of the tease, the teaser of the teaser this is of the, the tease, sis. This is the tease, <laughs> sister. This is from two days ago. If no one, if you haven't seen it or haven't heard, you of haven't it. seen it. Then hurry up because you can't be teased for about two more days yeah, before the trailer releases. Before the, before the at the the official teaser trailer, it's not even the full trailer. <laughs> oh yeah, this, this was the pre-tease. <laughs> uh, EA Star Wars account on Twitter um, two days ago. Uh, that would be what was today Thursday. This is Tuesday, the eighth ninth. Uh, they tweeted out uh, just a little gif, and it's uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's like a. Uh, Almost like a cover for the game, but it's animated. It has runes, 
that go in a circular pattern and there's like a, a staff in the middle. It could definitely not just like a wooden staff or anything. It's it, it looks almost like the hilt of like an old um like an old uh, uh lightsaber or something. Um but And today the poster leak. Yeah, and then today the poster leak, right. And the poster has um doesn't it have a description? Do you have the description in front of you? I have the poster in front of me. <laughs> um it's got a crashed ship in it. Um, and it's also clearly has a Jedi standing there with a, that's blue, correct? Right. A blue saber. Right. And a little, yeah, some, some kind of little, kind of little droid. droid. I don't recognize um, that. Not a recognizable one. It, do, it doesn't look like a. Like it's, a not, it's not definitely not an astro droid, like yeah. an R2 unit. Yeah, it's not like that. It's got like two little legs and then like a head that's a helm. That's a, it looks like uh, the Watchers from Horizon Zero Dawn, ah. if you've played that game. But a very small version. A very small version of right, that. Right, right. And without the dinosaur tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um. and so the description I, I, I was trying to find, I don't remember where i seen it, but the description is basically you're playing as a Jedi who was training, you were training uh, in Coruscant, I assume, when Order 66 was given to eradicate all the Jedi, uh, you fled. Moment of silence for the Jedi. <laughs> you fled, and you're playing as a Padawan who, who fled and is now trying to reestablish themselves with any anyone still out there. Anyone in touch with the Force out there? Right. So basically, you got like Yoda, he left Kashyyyk, went straight, Wait, where did he go? No, he went to Kashyyyk. No, then he left. Then he left. He went to my no, Mustafar. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm just going to you work this all out. One man. of those planets. He <laughs> went there and hit Dagobah. I don't know why I couldn't think about Dagobah. The Dagobah He system. went to Dagobah. <laughs> Wait, wow. what's the quote? What's the quote? I don't know. About the Dagobah system? There's like a quote from the movie, isn't there? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, was it from like the regular movies or was it from Solo? might have been from Solo. I don't remember. It's like the data. It was like a the data system, something like that. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't know. There's a quote about it. Anyways, yeah, there's up. not a whole lot of Jedi still alive after Order sixty six. So it's really cool that you get to experience uh, from the point of view of one that survived and what what they're going through. So, but yeah, <laughs> that's about it. But yeah, uh, this Saturday um, we'll, we'll be getting a teaser trailer apparently. So that's all good. All good and great. CJ's looking at <laughs> that Dagobah system. Oh. I think Luke, Luke says it. Yeah, Luke Skywalker, Ben, Obi-Wan Kenobi appears in front. The spirit appears in front of Luke. You will go to the Dagobah system. Luke Skywalker, Dagobah system? <laughs> <laughs> it's from episode five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what deliriously he goes, Dagobah system? <laughs> and then Obi-Wan Kenobi's all like, there you will learn from Yoda, the Jedi Master who instructed me. Mm. That's where it is. Okay. See, I knew there was a quote about the freaking Dagobah system, man. <laughs> Come on. It's freaking Star Wars, bro. Freaking A. Anyways, that about wraps it up for the news. This Did we week. have any lightning? No. I didn't have any lightning. No lightning. No. Nope. No lightning this week, people. No. Nope. But clear we, skies. Clear skies. Beautiful spring. Uh-huh. Nice. 82 degrees today. Mm, soaking in that pollen. April, <laughs> April Sometimes 11th. I stick a Lungs straw full of... out of the window and put it in my nose and just snort up the pollen. Oh, yeah. So I could really get get it in the system. <laughs> you know, they say if you eat the pollen off your car, you build up a tolerance to it. I mean, I've been trying that for years. I don't think that's true. Taste. I lick it off. Yeah. That's how I clean it. Just one big lick. 
I draw pictures. <laughs> I'm surprised there's – what color is pollen? Is it green or yellow? It's like a yellowy color. I'm surprised there's not like a Crayola crayon called like pollen yellow. You know how there's like macaroni and cheese? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like candy apple red and shit like that. Why isn't there pollen yellow? No one wants pollen yellow. I don't know. Debatable. What if you're drawing an accurate representation <laughs> of Georgia? It's like, welcome to Georgia. Here's a picture of a car covered in pollen. <laughs> <laughs> I need my crayons. To, <laughs> yeah, I need accurately. my. Yeah, so I can accurately describe Georgia right. for you. Pollen is just pollen is to Georgia as swamp people are to Florida. Yeah, or Louisiana, or Louisiana, <laughs> or Southern Georgia, really South Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, the part that touches Florida and Alabama. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> Let's move on to what we talked, uh, what we played. This what week. we talked about. <laughs> what we played. What we talked about this week. Um. Well, we both played Minecraft. We did. We've played a lot of Minecraft. Yeah, and that's all I've played. Oh, really? Well, I turned on another game, and I just I got sidetracked, and then did I play? Did I play something else besides? Oh, well, we played Borderlands. Oh yeah, we played Borderlands too. Yeah. So we bought the handsome collection. Booted up old Borderlands 2. Jumped in. It was you, mm-hmm. me, and my brother Bling. We had a three-man squad going. Indeed. Uh, played through. It had it had uh, updated textures and all that good stuff, so it looks fantastic. Um, what do you think? What do you think? This is our first like real in-depth playthrough because I've played it once before a long time ago, but I don't really remember. I much. personally love it. It's a lot of fun, especially when you're playing with your buddies, and it's like it's a good time. Um. It's straight up just a looter shooter. Yeah. You just run around and kill shit and then pick ammo up. Um, I really like all the different big baddies that you go up against. Like, mm-hmm. say almost every time we're in an area, like a stronghold, you get like a new kind or whatever. Like, right. The enemy type really felt fresh constantly. Yeah, yeah exactly. There was constantly new factions or, or wildlife or something you were running into. Um, I The main thing for me is, yeah, with a looter shooter... But it felt like I was in an open world, like Assassin's Creed or Far Cry or something, and I was just running from, this is your mission, this is where you need to go, you need to go to this mission. We were running there, but in the process, there were there were fortresses or little like strongholds or something. Yeah. We could attack them, we could, you know, we, you would go through and you would loot, just like you would a looter shooter. But the thing is, for looter shooters, for me, it's always been like, you go to a place and you kind of like clear out multiple rooms and then the mission ends or whatever. Yeah. But this felt like I it's was continuous playing an open world game with looter shooter mechanics. Yeah, it's like uh, it's kind of more continuous because you can just go back, right? If you want, right, right, and, right. Like, do whatever. And still. there's side missions like, oh, you don't even have yeah. to go do the main thing. Yeah, like go- um, there's like every time you meet like a new person that gives you missions, like they seem to constantly have. More little things for you to go yeah. do for them yeah. um, to get more money or whatever it is. And um, I really like just being able to go around the map and get new gun, different guns. Mm-hmm. And um, I like the level requirement on items because mm-hmm. it gives you something to work towards. Right. And in like a looter shooter, you kind of need those extra things to like inspire. You know, it's like you get a, uh, a super good shield. And it, but it's like level twelve, and you're only level eight, and you're like, well, shit, like I gotta pick this up, and I gotta, I gotta level up so I can use this great shield. Same right. thing with the guns. Um, so and it looks great with the updates. Um, I really like how like your progress and everything carries into all your playthroughs. Right, right. So, um, we 
we played as a I played by myself for like a couple hours and then we played as a group. It started us over from the beginning, but I still had all my stuff mm-hmm. from when I ended. And then the other day I got on by myself. I didn't play, but I just opened it and it started literally right where I was standing when we all got off. Nice. So I could have played from that point on by myself if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I guess like I really I don't know like if I did that, but then I got back on with y'all, I guess I'd just start from wherever you Yeah, we're not sure exactly. We're not really sure how that mechanic works. It's kind of confusing. It's like one big circle. Yeah. Um, But it's good. Like, I really enjoyed it. If, uh, I mean, I definitely want to play Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. Just from the small amount of time I put into Borderlands right, 3, I'm right. like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely enjoy that if it's like this. Yeah, we've played like, what, six, eight hours maybe? Yeah, I mean, we put together. in, we're on like chapter... I don't know. It was a lot, like seven, either seven, eight, or nine. We're like somewhere in there, right? I was like, I didn't even ever see a a chapter anything pop up, and then all of a sudden it was like chapter seven. I was like, chapter seven? Yeah, I had I saw it a couple times, but I feel like they only pop up every once in a while, right? I, I don't didn't know. Feel like we were seven chapters into the game, though. Yeah, we were. I mean, we were like intensely playing too. I guess so, we were yeah. like just like mission, 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 mm-hmm. loot, 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 like. It's good. Yeah, and also another thing about the looting thing, um, the the there's vending machines all around where you can go and buy stuff. Uh, and you can also sell things. That's one of my favorite things because a lot of losers it'll just be like break down this for like scrap or whatever. But this you're just you're just selling it like on the black market almost. It's uh, I really like that mechanic. But uh, it's more than just guns. It's 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 not armor. So in some literatures, a lot of them you get armor and stuff, but it's like shield, yeah, it's grenades, and the shields have different characteristics. Right, right. So some have like a burning effect if people melee you, or or what was recharge it? rate. Yeah, re- different recharge rates and overall just capacity of the yep. shield. Um, and there's a ton of different weapon varieties too. Oh yeah, yeah, those are really cool. Like, and I really love the highly saturated look of it. Yeah, I, I, the color palette's really nice. It's super nice, it, mm-hmm. especially with the new, like, it's so smooth looking on my TV. It is. It's just, like, crisp. I'm like, fuck, that looks good. And like, some I wasn't expecting is, because it is open world, there's these vehicle depots everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then you can just load up with your buddies, and someone can get in the gunner seat, and someone can get in the driver's seat, and you just tear off through the desert to wherever you're going. I, uh, I didn't even... Do you even know that was a thing in Borderlands? I thought it yeah. was just like running around. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Yeah, it is huge. It, it's a lot bigger of a game than I thought it was. It was, I've like really never had a good grasp of what it was going to be. But I mean, it's good. I'm very, I'm, I wouldn't say pleasantly surprised because I wasn't like, didn't think negative of it in the first place. But I'm just happy with what I got from it, especially for 15 bucks. Like, Yeah, yeah, can't beat that. Yeah, it's a good ass game for fifteen bucks. I oh, mean, also, uh, Xbox Spring Sale starts today. Actually, I remember. Yeah, that. and they added they added some big games to Game oh, Pass Prey. or something. But there's this Prey. Yeah, uh, there there was more that came too, that came it? to Game Pass. Yeah, there was like six titles that came. Yeah, to there Game Pass. and they were. I remember seeing them at work. And I was like, oh, those are those are ones I need to go download. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Prey was on there. I was like, I'm I'm definitely buying uh getting Prey because Prey is something they showed at E3. The the it's either the second prey or is it, it was DLC. It was it was such a big thing that it could just be set the second prey. But yeah, speaking of this is random, super random. But don't forget to pre-order 
Dreams on the PlayStation before the 16th, if you want. Oh, yeah, if you're interested. Yeah, yeah, if you're interested in that. I thought about that today because I was actually listening to our episode from last week today. Mm -hmm. And um, I heard myself say, oh, I definitely got to buy that before the 16th. And (laughs) here we are on the 11th, and I still haven't done that. So, man. (laughs) But I'm going to listen to this episode like in two weeks or something. Yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. Missed your window. (laughs) I missed my window. Um, and so besides that, we both played Minecraft. And yeah. so we talked about this last week. There's a lot of updates coming to Minecraft. And so right now we're kind of in like limbo waiting for all those to hit the Xbox. Right. Some of them have hit. Yeah. Um, but we are, so right now we're just playing in Michael's world. So we all have to wait until he's on for us to play. <laughs> like last night he was supposed to be doing something, but ended up not doing it. And, um, just, but I had the Xbox on for you guys <laughs> but the whole he had, time. He still turned the Xbox on for us and put himself in a dirt a dirt hole. Yeah. Um. Speaking of your dirt hole, I walked over to where you were and there's a skeleton standing like right outside. Yeah, he's fine. Dirt. I I well, I murdered That's him. Jimmy. I killed him. Uh, he's Jimmy's. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he gave me some armor. Uh, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> um, oh, Jimmy. But yeah, um, Minecraft timeless game. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Mean? If you haven't played in a while, <laughs> it just. Go check it out because pick up Minecraft. There's always they're always putting something new right. in it, and it's just like the Java version, the the PC version. It's completely up to date. Yeah. With I think one point fourteen. Yeah. Um. The, um right the now. Xbox version. Yeah. Which so it's also the Windows Ten like. Right. It's called Bedrock. Yeah. Which is Windows Ten, Xbox, PS4, Switch, VR, and mobile all run on the same version. Um, so the rollouts take a little longer because they have to work on everything before they everything, can push them yep. out because everything can play together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we'll be getting the second half of that update. I would assume sometime in the next few months. Yeah. And, um, I'm very excited for that. Right. Uh, so, cause so far we got like underwater shipwrecks, mm-hmm. they got treasure maps in them. You got yeah. like drowned zombies with the, with like, uh, with the uh, tridents. tridents. Yeah. And then there's just like tons of more craftable the, uh, items. The thing that comes and tries to kill you oh, when you the haven't slept or whatever. Phantom. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering how it was gonna work out because I couldn't sleep because I wasn't I was oh, AFK. Was I bet there was a ton of phantoms. There was. <laughs> oh man. And you know how I've got I built like that modern house so it's yeah. like 60% glass. Yeah. Yeah, they're just all fucking like <laughs> suction to my glass, just like <laughs> staring at me like, What's up, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, so the the phantoms are basically like manta rays yeah, that can that's fly what in the like. air. And they come in swarms, and the longer you go without sleeping, the more, the more, the more. come. Yep. Yeah. So. That's and we we've all gone like a few days without sleep because yeah. we were working on the mine and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we didn't have we were like down underground level twelve, so we didn't really have to worry about mods and stuff unless we like fell into a cave or right. whatever. There's also another thing they're called raids, and my brother Blaine was actually talking to me about that because he he had been playing too. Um. So there's these. There's these camps that are outside villages somewhere. You can find them. They're like little camps. They're marked with a banner. You can go and raid that camp and kill everybody in it. And they got like, uh, like little uh, like chests and stuff in them. If you do that, the person who kills the captain there gets a banner put on their head. Not like a physical banner, but like almost like a hit on their head. And if you're staying at a village, then these this raid happens. And there's like multiple waves to this raid. 
and it gets tougher and tougher every time. There's like a, a bar, a progress bar of this raid. And so it's actually pretty tough. You're supposed to like lock yourself in the village and try to protect it. And they come they come in, and there's like multiple enemy types that haven't been in the game before. Can you like build up around the village and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I plan on bringing villagers to our place anyway, so yeah. we're going to do something like that eventually. Hell so yeah. It'll be fun. Our place is like, it's very like. Yeah, it's very <laughs> extreme difference in elevation. Yeah, for like, sure. Your house is literally almost directly below mine. Right, right, right. Yeah, because I'm like up on top side of a mountain. Uh huh. Which was, you know, last night I was working on that. I built stairs all the way down to the water. Now I got to go fill in all the empty dead space underneath my stairs, so I don't just have like these floating stairs like, uh, all yeah, the way to the yeah. ground. I was like, oh, that looks so bad. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to freaking deal with that. That. That's the one negative about Minecraft is if you're a person that cares about the aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Which almost everyone we play with is. It, like, you'll get caught just doing something, like, just filling in dead space. Mm -hmm. Or, like, filling in just whatever, you know, shit someone else did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's about it for what we played this week, I think. Yeah. That's all I played. I don't know if there will be anything new for me I, that I will play by next week. Hmm. I just keep watching videos of people playing uh, Sekiro or Sekiro. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I want to, but I can't. <laughs> Why don't you take us out, CJ? Where do, where do you want to go? Uh, Maples. All right. Okay. Um, well, this has been episode 22 of the Somewhat Informed Games cast. And as per usual... Everything you need will be in our description. Um, leave us a like. Give us a follow. Hit us up on social media. Check out our website. Subscribe to our newsletter on the website. And we also have a suggestion box on the website. Go tell us what games we should play and what we should uh, talk about. And if uh, you put a game in there, we will check it out unless we have to buy it and it costs more than like $15. Then there's no promises. <laughs> we'll give no promises on that. But um as per usual thanks for listening see you guys next week (laughs) uh ta-ta